At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 446. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company senior SEO, Scott Van Ack. All right. Well, it's been a bit of a delay there. <clears throat> I do apologize to our listeners. Pardon me. <clears throat> Still, well, I started off with getting COVID, uh, and that took a lot out of me for about two weeks. And during that same time, we lost two members of our family and a tragedy. So I'm functional, barely. And uh, I just couldn't put it off any longer. We had to get a show in today. I uh, love you guys. Want to make sure you keep listening and, and are still learning. We're always trying to keep you on top of things. So big thanks to Scott for putting together the list today for our show. And uh, let's dive in. Yeah, so we'll start with a uh, the typical warning. If you have... A WordPress website, you know, keep everything updated regularly. There is a vulnerability in Elementor in a plugin for Elementor called Metform Elementor Contact Form Builder. Uh, I guess it affects about 200,000 websites and it's an XSS vulnerability, which I actually looked this one up. Usually these vulnerabilities, I'm like, I don't know what this means, but it doesn't matter. Just update it. But I guess it allows a hacker to come in and submit a script through the form that then runs on the target website and infects and causes problems on that website's visitors just by <laughs> just by entering it through the contact form on the website. Uh, I, there's obviously going to be more to it because I'm not a hacker. I don't know how to do it, but that sounds bad. So <laughs> it sounds really nasty. So anyways, you know, just a quick reminder, if you're on WordPress, you use Elementor, make sure everything's updated. The patch is there. Do the update. You're good to go. So. All right. Simple uh, PSA. Definitely important stuff. Oh, yes. More updates on the product reviews update from Google. Uh, so what's happened here? Yeah, so we've got the latest product review update. It just wrapped up uh, on March 7th. It took about two weeks. And um, it's kind of the same old, same old product review updates we've been seeing. They haven't changed a lot other than their regular, you know, tweaking and all that kind of stuff. But it now is impacting more languages. So if you have a product review update in Spanish, German, French, Italian, Vietnamese, Indonesian, Russia, Dutch, Portuguese, or Polish, you are now affected by these updates. So, and of course, English. Um, <laughs> so as if that didn't, you know need to be say said anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So if, you know, if your rankings have declined, Google does know that this does not mean you were penalized. It just means that other sites were rewarded. Uh, so if your rankings dropped in a product review website, definitely, uh, you know, look at your competitors, see what's going on, make sure that you 
follow all the rules with making a, a high quality product review site. And, you know, there are a whole bunch of tips and we've talked about them lots on the shows before. Um, but one, one line kind of stands out and makes sense. And Google says that they want to serve users with content that provides insightful analysis and original research. So, I mean, that kind of sums it all up, right? Original research. If you don't have original research or good analysis, you're not going to do well. Yeah, if you have a product um, review website and you're not up to date on this, um, I'm amazed. Um, I, I'm sure you're, you've dug into this deeply. If you haven't made any strides, then just keep digging. There's a lot of information out now because, well, whenever there's a lot of money involved <laughs> and product review websites make a lot of money for people, there's a lot of information online uh, about, you know, some of it's supposition, but you're going to find some good concrete findings as well. So keep digging. And if you have any other, if you have any like really interesting questions, like you really just haven't been able to find something, ask us, uh, you know, we have connections. We can always look into it too. It's, it's interesting to us as well. And it's always good to know that it might help a listener. Ooh, more profanity on YouTube. I, what? <laughs> makes my day. No way. Um, this is like, <laughs> it's it's kind of loosely relevant. And I kind of wanted to bring it up because I found an aspect of it might be interesting. So I guess you're allowed more profanity in your YouTube videos now and still be able to have monetization set up for it. I, I guess um, uh, Google's allowing you to swear more. I, I, you would think they would go the other way, the way censorship seems to go sometimes. But uh, uh, so I guess this is good. I don't really know. Uh, but basically what they're saying is moderate profanity is allowed. Um, as long as your video is containing mild profanity, such as anything lighter than an F-bomb. I don't know. I don't have a list of, of classifications in profanity and which words are worse than others and how you classify them. I don't know if an F-bomb is considered the worst. I don't think it would be. But I um, wouldn't think so, but it sure seems like it. Who knows? They kind of make it seem like that. Or maybe that's just anything worse than an F-bomb, you're in trouble. Anything better, like, I don't know. Anyways, who classifies this? I, that would be an interesting job, wouldn't it? <laughs> profanity classification. I guess maybe the censor people at... I don't know. Uh -huh. Who knows? Um, yeah. And ads are limited if you have strong profanity. So if you have the F word in the first seven seconds of the video, that's bad. Or if it's repeated throughout the website, you may get some ads. Um, if you have profanity in your titles or thumbnails, you cannot monetize your videos. Uh, the reason I brought it up is I've never really thought about profanity from an organic SEO perspective. And I think it's probably because we've never, I don't think we've ever worked with a single site no. that has bad language on it. Um, because really, in most cases, it doesn't make sense. But then it got me thinking of, I think it was Sitebulb, but I, I might be wrong there. One of the tools in their change log, whenever they did a, a software update, they would just swear like crazy in their log. Oh, yeah, this effing thing wasn't working. So we updated oh, the... Bulb. Yes. Was it Sitebulb, yes. the crawler? Yeah. yeah, I think it was that. It might have been even... It was somebody. Yeah, it, it was, oh, it was super funny to read. The risk far outweighs the benefits. I think it does. Risk ways, you know what I mean? Other way around. Yeah. <laughs> it was far worth it. We, we all loved reading them and it was good for their whole look. But anyway, sorry, I cut you off. Go on. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, in their case, maybe it helped them because it was almost like link, not maybe not link bait. Well, maybe a little bit, but, you know, it kind of drew people in. It almost went viral. And, it, and, and who reads, reads a change log for a, a software update? Like, Maybe sometimes I'll skim through them. It just depends. But those ones I read because they were fun to read. Um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, I, I don't think we've ever had a client that had language issues. But if you are putting out YouTube videos and you're publishing them on your site and there is profanity in them, 
I wonder if that might have negative SEO repercussions. Like if you have a video with lots of swearing and you embed it on your homepage, is that going to affect your ranking? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I figure I just put it out here because obviously they care a little bit about this stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if that uh, can have yeah, an impact. I, there. I would think that a blog post or a blog is more likely to have that kind of profanity. And it's yeah. probably a page by page thing. Um, you know, maybe that page wouldn't rank as well. But, you know, I bet you those, you know, if it's, it depends, of course, if this is real written and it's from a person who has a real attitude that people like to read and kind of similar to that sideball thing, but it's, but it's honestly like, it's going to create its own cult following. So they won't even care. Yeah. Like I was thinking a good example might be the influencers out there. Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of them and they say whatever the heck they feel like saying and they for do. good or bad, you know, and if they have a blog or a website, which some probably do, I'd, I try not to follow influencers because it feels like a ridiculous uh, industry to me. It's I don't know. Insane. But, um, you know, it might affect them a little bit, maybe. I don't know. But I just thought I'd bring it out, you yeah. know. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So this is interesting. It's certainly up, certainly up my alley. Um, how to use chat GPT for keyword research. Now, again, uh, thanks to Scott for getting all this together. I haven't had a chance to look at any of this. I'm still catching up on work. Um, I'll add some thoughts after, but fill in, fill me in. What's this all about? Yeah, so this is it, this is a really long, long article. It's on Search Engine Land. If you go to Search Engine Land, you'll see it. It's it's there. Um, and he, uh, Tom Demers, I might be pronouncing that wrong. I feel like I am, but it's Demers, a pretty straightforward. Demers. Demers. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Tom, if that's wrong. I, I don't know how I could. We tri- both could be wrong there. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty easy name to say wrong. Anyways, um, he has a whole bunch of ideas and 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 uh, prompts to put into chat GPT to try to do keyword research. And it's, it's really long. I haven't read it all, but a few good ideas and things you can do it really good for building keyword clusters and uh, generating seed keywords. So for example, um, he used um, pickleball as in a lot of his examples, but he said, generate a short list of very broad pickleball keywords. And then it gave him some keyword ideas. And then you, you don't just use those, but it gives you seed ideas that you could then dump into your you know, whether it's SEM rush or, or whatever your, your keyword, uh, sorry, SEM rush, not SEM rush, you dump into whatever your favorite keyword tool is and, uh, you know, get you started and, and, or using it for, um, content ideas, trying to get good content ideas or article ideas. Or I think one of the, the prompts he put in was, um, you know, uh, I'm writing a book about pickleball. I need chapter titles for my book. And then it spat out a whole bunch of potential chapter ideas and, you know, you could spin those into other headings or or blog posts or whatever. Uh, he generated geo modifiers married with a target term. So I think he had said something like, uh, "I create a list of the 25 most populated U.S. cities and pickleball courts." So it said New York City pickleball court, Chicago pickleball court, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff sorted for him. So he knows that these are the top 25 cities sorted by population. So he didn't have to research that. So yeah. you know, and he goes on and on. There's so many examples and. You could get lost in it. And I feel like it really is one of those things that, you know, if you're struggling for ideas, especially just go in there, type some stuff out. It's like brainstorming with a human. You're going to get some bad ideas. You're going to get some good ideas. And, and, uh, you know, you can use those queries to structure data and sort data. And, and and we're just in the early days. It really makes me wonder where we're going to be in, I was going to say 10 years, but let's be honest, a year, uh, it's evolving so quickly. It is. It's it's incredible. And, and, you know, it's funny. I see some very vocal uh, opponents to AI and they're just like, 
you go and do this for your SEO, you're fools. You're never going to succeed. It's going to bite you in the butt. You're going to, I'm going to laugh at you at the end. I'm like, whoa, dude, just chill. But at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm serious. It was like that. But um, I think he's crazy. I think people like that are crazy. It's it's clearly going to have a major effect. And it is going to be um, near to impossible for Google to detect in, in no time. Um, comparatively, comparing to people. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about thought leadership. Uh, as I've mentioned in past, that's not going to happen from an AI. Not yet, anyway. Um, when that happens, we're in real trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at this point, it's just, it's doing a phenomenal job of regurgitating what it's already indexed and, and quote, understood. Uh, but there are articles out there that are just amazing. Um, one's from Aleda Solis. Um, she has, uh, it's on my reading list, but I've heard nothing but amazing things about it on how to use AI in SEO and how she's using it all the time now. Um, and a lot of really like people I respect immensely are saying I'm all over this and it's working like a hot damn. So don't, you know, be careful. Absolutely. We're all about being careful about new tech and not throwing all your eggs in one basket, but by all means, have fun with it. Try it out, test it on a few blog posts, see how they perform. Uh, it's, stunning what kind of content could come out of it. And there's some real leaders out there that are pump, uh, putting out new software and it's a little hard to find out about them. They're a little quiet. I don't think they're being kept a secrets. They're just, there's just a lot of noise, um, but the good ones are out there. Um, so, you know, give it a try. Uh, I'm, I'm being becoming much less cautious about giving it a real go. So, uh, 
And if, if I am, you should, because I take a while to be, uh, I'm so careful. Uh, you never know about this stuff. Absolutely. You know, the other day I tried, um, I think it was uh, uh, chat GPT that I tried. It was one of them anyways, just to create an article for a client, like a potential article and just see what it would look like. I, it didn't go on their site or anything like that, but I was just playing around and it, it spat out this article for me. It was, I don't know, 400 words or so. And I read it and I thought if somebody gave this to me, if Ross gave this to me and said, Hey, I just wrote this article for so-and-so, can you proofread it for me? I would have no idea it was generated by AI. It was like, flawless. So then I took it and I ran it through one of the AI detection tools. I just did a Google search, found one at random. I, I don't have a preference at this point. And it said it was like 85% probability that it was generated by AI. And it blew me away because it was like, it looked really good to me, like really good. And the detector like instantly like, yeah, no, that's not yeah. by a human. And so, and so then I added a sentence in the middle of it. And I said, pickles are really good on hamburgers in 1989. The U.S. made <laughs> pickles on hamburgers law or something absolutely stupid and irrelevant, this irrelevant sentence. And suddenly it said it was like 95% probability written by a human. <laughs> yeah, the, the it tool. takes nothing to, I know. And there's <laughs> tools out there that have built in that process of ensuring that it can't be uh, detected. Yeah, totally. It's so, inevitable. Yeah. I love it. I think it's fun. I'm sorry for content writers out there. This has got to be hurting. Um, but or helping if uh, they use it right. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they, they can do 10 times as many articles if they uh, utilize AI well enough. True. Very true. Okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little local SEO and jump into some Mueller files. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Fennack. So, yes, I've seen this before. Uh, so there's a quick tip that's uh, being pushed out by Darren Shaw. Uh, Darren and uh, Darren's great. She, he's always got excellent tips on local SEO, and he's suggesting that... Um, you encourage your clients to add photos to reviews. Uh, he says that photos and reviews build trust with customers. They also stay in the top 10 spots, one to five, 1.5 to six times longer than those without photos. And they also give extra points for local guides. So it's a bit of an incentive for anyone to do it themselves. Not that you can get anywhere. Oh my God. How many, <laughs> you and I have been level seven for about a decade now. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I got to that point. I got to 5,000 points, whatever level that is. And then the next stage is 15,000 points. I got to triple what I've done in all these years. Like, I'll never get there. <laughs> it's taking forever. Yeah. Anyways, it is still cool. And and it is a benefit. I, in fact, I've heard an interesting tip was um, if you have people going to the office, uh, you know, you've got a, a staff, they're coming to the office, have them take pictures of the front of the office every day. Not every one of them, but maybe have them all just rotate one of the, a, they take a picture um, and add it to Google photos. It seems ridiculous. It's going to be the same picture every time, different weather, whatever, but across the street, maybe, you know, from a different angle. Yeah, totally. It's from, just from silly, a cap. but yeah. it's what yeah. <laughs> Google likes to see activity and uh, it's not going to take too much time and it's not going to make the world of difference, but it, it does make a difference. It shows activity. So go for it. 
All right. Can a site, this is a Mueller file, can a site with a long history of spamming rank again? This is a good one. Uh, you've you've wrote it down, yeah. so go for it. So in Twitter, John was asked by John Willie, and I really want to know if that's I think it's Wiley, but I'll, I'll just... I, uh, but oh, right. you just totally take all my fun out of it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's call him John Willie. Okay. Maybe maybe I'll learn how to read one of these days. You know, I'm. No, I'm you're totally right. I'm totally I, illiterate. Wiley yes. would just be one L. This is two L's. So there's two L's. John asked John if um, he said we believe our domain. Um, and he says the domain has a domain legacy penalty. We bought this domain last year through an auction and. This is what he says, and starts some niche website and started, uh, who started, knows, yeah. and started a niche website, but almost five months passed. I see no ranking on Google. Not a single keyword is ranking or anything. Um, I've got a couple comments to that. I looked at the website and if I was doing an audit, I'd have a lot to say. <laughs> so, so there are other reasons you're not ranking, but let's assume that it's because of the history of spamming. Uh, and John replied saying, looking at archive.org. That domain has a long and complicated history. I think it's going to be hard to convince search engines that it's something very different and unrelated to what was done in past decades. So the reason I wanted to bring this up is really do your research if you're buying a domain, especially if you're buying one at auction. I don't know what John paid for his domain, but I'm guessing if it was at auction, it wasn't, you know, $1.99 for the first year, $9.99 each additional year, right? So... Uh, you buy Someone's a domain. Laughing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoever sold him that domain for sure. Um, you, you know, if you buy a domain like this, he might be stuck. He might be at the point where he has to just give up and, and get another domain and start from scratch. And, uh, and the domain isn't, it's okay. I, I don't know if it's so good that I would uh, spend weeks, months, years trying to recover from past penalties. No. <laughs> and it's probably, one of many he has anyway. He's just whining about this particular one. Because if he buys yeah. he, uh, he buys domains from auction, he's not an amateur, typically. That's know. true. So it's probably one of 600 mod sites he has or something, knowing that, that kind of person often. not No offense, John, but it's just uh, that's just generally the market you're in. Um, it is interesting, yeah. though, because I think a lot of people could very innocently buy a domain. Maybe it's not even through an auction. It's just through the register because somebody let it lapse because it was spammed so bad and, and crashed and burned. And they start fresh. They think they're great. And then they find out this domain has this years-long history of breaking the rules and being bad. I don't know. I feel like Google needs to look at these at a case-by-case. -case. There should be some kind of appeal process where you can submit and prove that, hey, that's in the past. I have nothing to do with that. You know, give me a chance with this domain. Um, and I, I don't think such a process exists. Otherwise, you would think John would have linked to that. Yeah, but... well, John probably didn't feel too <laughs> interested in helping. I mean, it's not exactly a high-quality website, um, the one that's there right now. <laughs> so, you know, if it was like a ton of effort to me put in, it looks really great and blow your mind, this is way better than anything that was there before maybe but i i am with you i think uh you need to do your homework before you buy a domain these days i mean the internet's been around a long time now and yeah. in internet years even longer uh, a lot has happened and there's been a lot of silly things that's gone on so um sadly these search engines have a long memory they do
they it's actually good do. too in many ways too because uh, it's great if you have a long-term positive footprint it's typically a lot harder to lose it which is a, a, a good thing as well for everyone well thank you everyone for joining us today um, on behalf of myself ross dunn ceo of step forth web marketing and my company senior seo scott vanak we hope you have a wonderful week and remember to tune in to future episodes, which air twice a month now. We're going to get back into it on WMR.fm. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.